You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just say no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks? Welcome to this week's episode of Drunk Wrestling History. I'm your designated host, Adam. With us, as always, are the Drunk Wrestling Historians themselves. This is Eddie, Woozle Wuzzle. And this is Scott. It's Ghetto Blaster Time, fool. All right. We need to get lubricated with some alcoholic sustenance. What do you two have today? Well, I wouldn't have used lubricated uh, as the word for this, but uh, I'm finishing <laughs> off the uh, Atula Moan, the Megadeth beer that Scott brought over. And since we forgot to drink this during our Halloween uh, Saturday Night's Main Event episode... I am drinking the uh, Drunk Wrestling History Brewing Company Halloween Havoc Pumpkin Ale. And I am finishing off my Tulamond Megadeth beer. Where? You're not. Right there. Right there. Is there anything still in that? Yes. All right. See? See? All right. Still liquid. All right. I'm still polishing off some AW, and Scott was able to hook me up with this Russian lemonade. It's more of like a grapefruity, peachy flavor. Really good stuff. It's outstanding, and it'll actually influence who you vote for, too. <laughs> <laughs> Must drink yeah. more. Yeah, I heard it has an army of uh, Twitter bots. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, as always, want to remind you that uh, I want you to spread the word about our show to family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, enemies, complete strangers. Uh, want to... Uh, uh, want to keep our community growing, and we also want everyone who's listening to look awesome by getting the Drunk Wrestling History t-shirt. That's available on whatamaneuver.net. Uh, I'm assuming around this time, holiday shopping is definitely in deep consideration. So there are t-shirts, hoodies, onesies, tank tops. Make sure that you head over there. for It is great soft material for on-demand printing uh, quality products. So, again, head over to whatamaneuver.net so you and all of your favorite drunk marks can look great in the part. And the Drunk Wrestling History weasel suits are coming soon. God willing. Mm-hmm. Really hope we get sooner than later. All right. In the meantime, this week's episode, we're going to discuss, like gentlemen... In a way, these are uh, wrestlers that fall under a particular list. Going to discuss worthiness or unworthiness. These are a variety of WWF slash WWE wrestlers who have never been heavyweight champion. Whatever the circumstances were regarding storyline or even... uh, even uh, backstage presence, uh, effort within the company. Just going to go over some possible factors as to uh, uh, why they weren't in that case, any possible close calls, or there will probably even be some discussions. 
about why they shouldn't be on this list in the first place. Hopefully, the goal is that we stay friends at the end of this. Probably not, <laughs> but we'll drink about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much we have to drink. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's uh, start off uh, the list with Muhammad Hassan. Ooh, so that's that was a my good one. So that was mine. Yes. Right. Well, all things considered, he probably was going to be at some point. He probably was. He got yeah, fucked over. He really did. Muhammad Hassan is one of, I think I've mentioned this before. I've definitely told you this before. There are two people since I've been watching wrestling where day one, I saw them and thought they were going to be world champion. Kurt Angle and Muhammad Hassan. Not The Rock. No, fuck no. Not Stone Shame Cold. Not The Rock. Not, um, shit. Not, not Macho Man. Maybe Warrior, but I was so young. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, Muhammad Hassan, I definitely was like, he had he it so he had it. Yeah, yep. he was. He had a great look. He had a great gimmick. Yeah, he could talk. He could fucking talk. Yeah, um, the guy was incredible, and he, he was, was good. He could work. You know, yep. like he was nothing special, but he was as good as Cena. You know what I mean? He was as good oh, as sure. Yeah, he was as good as as a, a lot of champions have been. Right. You know, like plenty. He was adequate for that position. He should have been. He should have been world champion, like you said, if he hadn't. They got carried away with the fucking character and got too much heat and had to get rid of him. Yeah, bad timing, uh, pussy network. Yeah, and it was... Not I always, backing him. Yeah, and I never really understood why they didn't just repackage him and bring him back. Right. You know? Because right. I thought they could have brought him back as a different... Like, take him off for like a year, even. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And then you stick him on the other brand, put him on Raw. Yeah. Have him be somebody else. Still could have done it. Right. And I mean, if you're that talented, you're that talented. He would have been fine. And I think he I think could have been champion, but, you know circumstances were yeah he wasn't good call yeah, yeah i agree with that all right next one would be vader yeah and that's definitely off of my list i know you're mm-hmm. probably like ill scott but no no, no 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 vader was look in terms of all-time big men especially if you watch his japan and his wcw stuff you'd be convinced he was incredible in the ring Came over to the WWF. I was convinced he was the guy to beat Shawn Michaels for the title. Yeah. I thought at SummerSlam, he was the next guy. Right. Totally shocked it wasn't him. He was a big guy. That's kind of who they favored at the top of the card. I thought Vader had it. He didn't. And missed opportunity, I think. Later in his career, obviously like 97, 98. Time had passed him by. But in 96, I really saw it happening for him. And unfortunately, it didn't. Yeah, by the time he got to WWE, he just wasn't that Vader anymore. You know? Well, I think early in the WWF run, he was. But later on in the Attitude Era, there were guys passing him by. And his time had come. And it was over for him. And I think the gimmick with the mask and shit didn't really work as well sure. anymore. Sure. It, so. it wouldn't even have been worked in WCW, I don't think. His no. timing was right. But the business kind of passed him by a little bit, it seemed. And that really sucked. Because he yeah. was so talented, so great in the ring. And unfortunately, he just never got the strap. Yep. All right. We've got Ken Shamrock. That was off of my list. Wow. Okay. I didn't even think about him. And he was a second-tier champion. I believe he won the tag team titles. He was an intercontinental champion. Yeah. And I thought he was... If you had a guy on the card that was being almost groomed to be your next heavyweight champion, I would have thought it was Ken Shamrock. He was definitely pushed as such. Yeah. He had, I think he picked up the game really quick. 
He had all the tools that seemed to well, be champion. See, I thought that too, but I think he was on Stone Cold's podcast or Jim Ross's podcast. I heard him a few years ago. Okay. He wrestled before he did MMA. Oh, okay. So, like, so he, he had a leg up. He already he had in. that background. Yeah. Cause Got I thought it. that, I thought that too. I was like, damn, dude, he picked this shit up in a hurry. He really did. But he, he had already been doing it. I forget where, like somewhere in the South. Okay. You know, like, uh, I think it was one of those ones where, like, there wasn't a territory, like one of the original indies. Okay. You know, maybe. Because he, he, to me, was kind of Kurt Angle before Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah. He came in and he just had it. Like, right. he, he could do it all. He could talk. He could wrestle in the ring. He great had the look. main streak. He had a great look. Absolutely. Yeah. His gear was great. His physique was on point. Like, if there was a guy that I thought that they were really grooming to be their next champion, it was Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And they just never allowed him to take that next step. He was always right at the middle of the card. Yeah. Never the heavyweight champion. He had a short run, too. He really did, what was, yeah. What was there? They're like... One or two years? Yeah, I was, I was going to say not three, right? Uh, like no, no, years. no. It was like two. two yeah, years, so two I was years? watching earlier today. I was watching a Saturday Night's main event from, or not, no, I'm sorry, a Raw mm-hmm. from April 98. Mm-hmm. And he was there then. And he was the, well, his first thing was uh, refereeing for Brett and uh, Stone Cold. Yes, 14. at 13. Uh-huh. So that was just over a year. Yep. And I believe he was at 14 and 15, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely was not at 16. Yeah, no. 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 Yeah, I don't think I ever saw him live. Or no, maybe maybe I did. Maybe on the Maybe saw him at Rumble ninety eight. Yeah, maybe in at Rumble ninety eight. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't even know why he left. Maybe if he had stuck with it longer, because I think he went back to UFC. But maybe if he had stuck with it longer, he would have eventually been WWF champion. Yeah. But yeah, considering the short run, I'm really surprised they never put the strap on him. Well, at least he'll be TNA champion at some point. Oh, God willing. Or maybe he has been, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he. That? I don't know if he, I don't know if he knows if he's been. <laughs> I don't think he watches that show either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we could check with their audience and find out if he's been world champion. Like, I mean, I imagine I could, I could tweet all three of them. Maybe the person in India that's listening watches TNA because I don't know any of our U.S. listeners. <laughs> yeah, do. dude in India, if you watch TNA, <laughs> let Dixie, us know if you're listening. Yeah, maybe I'll snow. Yeah. Right. Right. And then also really quick, this is in no particular order. I mean, we're going right. to jump from era and to era and back again and all that stuff. This is just a list because they made the list. Next one is the man who would not die, Matt Hardy. That had to be yours, right? No, that was mine. Dude. That was yours. And yes. it was mine. That was one oh, of you the both overlap. Have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jeff got the title. What did Jeff have that Matt didn't? Oh, everything? You think so? I'm um, not asking I that would, as a joke question. Like, yeah. really, like, what did Jeff have that Matt didn't? I would say just more aerials. Okay, so he was more of a high flyer, but no, then you had I, Matt Hardy jumping off the cage at Unforgiven 05 on... No, I think Matt had that thing. I th- Or, I mean, Jeff had that thing. I think Jeff just had a little bit more charisma than Matt. You think so? Um, I almost put Matt. I Actually, when I was putting my list together, I considered Matt. Um, but he, he didn't quite make the cut. If I, what do we pick six each? We did six. There's actually one with seven, but if it yeah. had been eight, I might've picked Matt. Cause I did think about him, but I was like, no, not quite. Okay. But, um, to me, he, I didn't see anything in Jeff that I didn't see in Matt. Really? I thought both guys were on equal footing when they split. There was no Sean and Marty to me. It was both guys of oh, the same caliber. No, it was definitely not Sean and Marty, but it was. I definitely thought Jeff was the star. Matt was 
uh, a step or two below him for sure. I mean, I, Jeff just had that charisma that I don't think Matt ever had. And see, I thought Matt made up for that charisma with his whole V1 gimmick. The V1 gimmick was fucking great. Oh, it was fantastic. But I mean, I don't, it wasn't enough to be champion, you know? Well, I think it could have been built on. I, I just didn't see anything in Jeff that wasn't there in Matt. And that's why I was always shocked. Like, especially after the, the feud between Edge and Matt Hardy. Right. How did Matt not at least go for the world title? I don't, well, I don't that know. That was why. a heavyweight contention rivalry that they had. And Matt just got sent over to SmackDown. That's the end of the story. Edge goes on to be multi-time heavyweight champion. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Say, and say, Matt's pushed under the rug. Okay, say Matt had uh, come out on top in that feud. I could have seen him definitely going after the world title after that. Um, but I don't think he would have ever won. You know, I don't know, I just, dude. Yeah, I think he just was slightly. I mean, even Jeff. Jeff was champion what, like twice? You know, he won for, it a for, couple times. Yeah, pretty, and, and not even for very, for very long runs. No, you know, I mean, those guys are great, but they're, still, they're definitely great. Yeah. I think Jeff's the better of the two. I definitely think he's more charismatic. He is the the charismatic enigma. <laughs> okay, you know, but um, I agree with that. But I still think, uh, even though Matt lacked the aerials. Uh, just between the two of them, it would still be enough for him to be in the heavyweight contention. Yeah. Now, I don't know about recently, either in AEW or no, he's WWE. A fucking, he's a fucking clown now. You know what I mean? He's lost his... Right. I mean, you can fucking... Woken. Dude, you watch AEW, you can see what those, those fucking drugs have done to him. You know, okay. he's teleporting, and he's fucking changing his clothes in the ice <laughs> machine and all this fucking weird <laughs> shit. No. Um, and you can definitely but see... But doesn't Bray Wyatt do dumb shit like that? Bray Wyatt does too. Fuck him. Um, wow. I well, agree. I okay. agree. No, Bray he, Wyatt... He's a piss break for me okay, during a show. Really, just wow. a really quick fucking sidebar here. Bray Wyatt has to be the character who's gone from being the coolest to the least cool, like in the most... Uh, how do I say this? Like... Uh, Finite amount of time. The, no, no. The guy who has the greatest differential between his fucking coolness... Coolest part and worst part. Bray Wyatt three years ago, four years ago was awesome. I loved Bray Wyatt then. Bray Wyatt sucks now. Thank okay. you. Okay. Too much ceremony with him. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't disagree with Matt. I just, I'm surprised he made your top six. I, I think know. more than recently, I'm looking at more like... 2003. Early to mid to late... 2000s right yeah from 2003 to like 2008 maybe yeah, even when he entered that feud with jeff that was great right. yeah and I, I don't know i i just think maybe it was a missed opportunity at least see what he could do with the title yeah that's, that's was he he was ecw champ wasn't yes, he? he was he was yeah yeah but i don't count that shit i sort of felt like they were throwing him a bone exactly that. but yeah. that was also why i asked does the wwe's version of ecw title count it does no, not absolutely yeah. not which that one i wanted to make sure but still yeah still uh it was almost like let's stuff. try this on and see how it goes mm-hmm. but yeah i i think he should have had a run with the wwe title all right all right paul orndorff that was mine yeah that was almost mine yeah i think if there was a guy lined up to beat hogan he had it. He had the look. He had the charisma. He could cut a promo. He had Bobby fucking Heenan in his corner. If there was a guy cut out to win that title, dude, he had the swerve on Hogan. Man, Orndorf was the guy. So he almost made my list. The reason he didn't is because I thought uh, I sort of made mine more based on who I 
thought would have been champion okay rather than who i thought should have been champion okay and it was just the way the company was structured at the time sure hogan yeah. was holding on to that belt yeah you know? nobody like, was, was taking never the title off of hogan yeah now i did uh but you well, put so, a... someone else is going to come up later okay but uh i completely agree he should have been champion and was good enough to be champion. I do, just yeah. You do a short list of names that could have beat Hogan between '84 and '88. He's right there. And I think Orndorff is at the very tip top of that list. Totally. Next one that we have is Rowdy Roddy Piper. So Did he make everybody's list? Not mine. Okay. Is that yours? Did you have that was two? on mine? And that's it's who online. I thought. So to me, it was like well, there was one guy, it, sort of the same as Orndorff. There was yeah. one guy who could have could have been the guy to take the title off Hogan. It would yeah. have been Roddy Piper. And I could have seen, even looking back at it now, like Hogan was obviously the man. And that's the way that Vince booked his, he was like his dad. He booked a babyface territory. Right. Um, I could have seen Piper as champion for like three months, you know, from pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Sure. Something like that. Like that would have made perfect sense. Or yeah. even, um, I mean, before... During Piper's first run, they were only doing WrestleMania. He left before SummerSlam started. So I could have even seen him be like beat Hogan on a super card or, yeah. or a Saturday Night's Main event to set up a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that might have been like a slight. I mean, wouldn't it have been a wouldn't it have been better to see Hogan fighting Piper to get his title back at two rather than fighting Bundy in the cage? I would think so. Right? Yeah. I mean, the the match against Bundy wasn't great. Yeah. And Piper's match against T. The boxing match wasn't yeah. great. Right. But you take Bundy and you take T out of WrestleMania 2. Yeah. And you have Hogan and Piper. Okay, now you're talking business. And you could have uh, put uh, T in, a, like, T could have fought Bob Orton or um, or Paul Orndorff, you know? Sure. Like, T could, obviously, like, there's huge value in having T on the show, but he could have worked with someone else. But I don't know? even talk about, like, Piper just winning the title when he was a heel, when Hogan was on top in his first reign. Okay. Piper was with WWF until, what, 96? When he came back, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he definitely could have been champ. At any point in there, he yeah. could have been champion. He came back in 89. Yeah, I so, mean, they could have put yeah. him up against Yokozuna. They could have put him up against Slaughter. Mm-hmm. They could have put him up against Macho Man. Nails. Na- <laughs> Nails was never champion. Will you oh. stop? Well, oh, have you thrown right the fuck out of here? <laughs> I, I just think that Piper was one of those guys that with his mouthpiece, okay, maybe he didn't need the title. You could argue, say the same for Jake the Snake Roberts. Just guys that had the mouthpiece that didn't really need the title. Right. That had enough going with their own gimmick to live without it. But I think it would have been a lot cooler if he was heavyweight champion at some point. Like, they put the mid-tier title, the IC title on him. That was cool. But yeah. Piper deserved a world championship. And it was in a different it was a different company back then. Now a guy like that would get it for a minute. Absolutely you know? no like doubt how, about it. Like how Kane got it. Yes. Uh, maybe what was that, eight, seven, eight years ago? Right. And it was just like, okay, it's Kane. Just give it to Kane. Yeah. You know? Have him do a run and Right. Or yeah. Mark Henry. You know, guys Yeah, like exactly. That. Now exactly. that happens. Back then it didn't. And part of that no. is because there was only one back then instead of two. The pay-per-views were a factor and for the, sure. And the pay-per-views were well, I mean, there was one championship instead of two. Oh, right. right. Um, but it was four pay-per-views a year. Yes. You know, exactly. Of, now you can put a belt on a guy for a month. Yes. Yeah. Samoa Joe. Oh. That's obviously yours. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I don't argue against that at all. I mean, he was he was NXT champion, right? He was NXT champ. Mm-hmm. But he has never been heavyweight he, champ in he's, WWE. He's been uh, in number one contendership uh, 
or he's won number one contendership uh, matches and uh, obviously competed for it, just never been able to finish it. The as long as he doesn't get banged up, which unfortunately, as of right now, looks like uh, he's, he's injury that, prone. Yeah, he's a, had bad luck. He's he been really hurt a couple has. times. Yeah, a healthy Samoa. I say a health uh, a healthy Samoa Joe definitely deserves it. I comp- I, I yeah. agree 100%. The only, I thought of Joe, and when I thought of Joe, that was when I started to uh, kind of start narrowing things down. And the reason I left him out is because he can still win it. You know, so I kind of, for my list, I decided not to include anyone who's not retired. Especially with Brock Lesnar gone. Like, you've got to think, like, okay, Samoa Joe is a believable guy to come in. And when, they, like, you book him correctly as a monster. Yeah. There's no reason he can't be champion. Dude, and you know what, Vince? Save your fucking money. Fuck Brock. We don't need him. Don't need him. Make Samoa Joe your Brock Lesnar. Don't yes. need part- It doesn't matter. He doesn't have to be part-time six- universal champions. That's holding right. the belt hostage. Yeah, and the dude doesn't have to be six foot fucking four. Right. He's got to be be a, a believable badass, which Samoa Joe is. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You yeah. book him like a monster, he will fucking take that ball yeah. and run with it and I've, be your champion. I think he should be champion, and I still think he will. You I know, I hope so, dude. If I would can, love to see that. If he that. can come back from what... I, He wasn't on commentary last week. He was, So yeah. I'm sort of thinking maybe he's over his injury. Yeah, either. they're going to fold him back so in. So I think he's coming back. If, if, he can, or... if, if Samoa Joe can get a, like one solid year of being healthy, I think he can be champion. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. For There's sure. no reason for him not to be. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. First technical winner... Of uh, NXT, Wade Barrett. That's a good one. Wade Barrett was a guy that I was positive was going to be champion. I was like, and that's another one where the dude got hurt. Right? Yeah, he Injury was on his way when he when he was lead. Well, when he was leader of the Nexus, you could see it coming. He's going to be champion. Yeah, and then they fucked the Nexus over at SummerSlam. Yes, they did. Right, they destroyed that, which was like, man, what a bad. bad you had something and destroyed your own what something creation. Stupid ass. That might have been the worst booking decision of the last twenty years. It was bad. Yeah, it was really, really fucking terrible mistake. I was there. That was SummerSlam in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But he was still always good. And they kind of, if I remember right, I think they sort of protected him a bit in the match. Yeah. You know, like he didn't come out looking like shit. Yeah. Um, but that guy was so good on the mic. He had a great look. Um, I thought they really could have played up the British thing, you know, like, it, like, um, kind of like how they used to be like Brett's from Canada or Edge's from Canada. And they got away from that. Yeah. Really. Like they never mentioned that Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn are from Canada. I don't know why. Um, I thought they could have done that with Wade Barrett, you know, like, oh yeah, like our fucking British superstar, the first British world champion, which he would have been then. Yeah, because Drew McIntyre is now. Yeah. Right back yeah. from Scotland. Um, dude was so good on the mic. And yeah. then he got hurt. He came back as Bad News Barrett, which was even better. Yeah. You know, he was doing those promos every week. Guy was incredible. Well, we'll lo- see what happens. He's back. I mean, he's back as an announcer. I would love to see him get back in the ring. I have For no sure. idea if that's even a possibility. It would probably be an NXT first. Dude, that, he had that, that's in the ballpark. Dude, and so. he had that forearm or the elbow to the face. Yeah. Like, I forget what that was called, but it was a killer finisher. Yeah. I mean, the dude could work. He could talk. Everything. He was a big, tall, fucking Vince McMahon type guy. I never really got it. And he was there for, well, let me see. He was there. 27 would have been his first WrestleMania. 32 was his last one. So he was there for five years. Yeah. And it, and he was hurt. He was probably hurt two two years out of those five years. Yeah, really injury but, um, prone. 
Yeah, he seemed to have so much potential. Yep. Only thing I would say about that is just I was so distracted by every single stable and gimmick that he had. If he could just stick with one for a while, then I would agree that uh, he's in that contendership. That's true because he was the nexus. Right, Nexus, then he was the core. The core. core. Yep. The Bad league. News Barrett. He was also King of the King of the Ring. And he was a great king. Yep. League of Nations. Oh yeah, God, that was horrible. I hated the League of Nations. I, that was someone, garbage. Somewhere I read one of those guys said that they came up with that just so they could get on WrestleMania that year. Uh, well, they beat New Day. Right. It I was know. garbage. That stable was ugh. Yeah. And then was that the next? Was it that night or was it? That was Barrett's last night, right? I believe so. Yep. Yeah, so we were there, right? I was there. <laughs> I was there. And he got tossed out of the ring because that was when... Oh, that was when Stone Cold... Stone Cold and Mick Foley, and Foley came and, down. And HBK. Shawn Michaels, yep. So they start whipping those guys' ass, right? Wade Barrett was the first one out of the ring. It was his last night in the company. Where From where I was sitting, I could see him on the floor. He was leaned up against the barricade, like with his hand, you know, with his elbow on the mat, with his, <laughs> holding his head up. Just like a like he was posing for a picture on the beach or something, <laughs> and he was laying there watching those guys beat the other two guys' asses oh in the my ring. Gosh. It was funny as hell. And you like, what do you do? Fire me? Yeah. yeah. And he, so he would have been in front of the barricade with the hard camera behind him. Okay. So you couldn't see it on TV, but us being there, we could see it. It was funny as hell. Like he was just <laughs> laying out there watching it happen. It was great. I'm giving a fuck. But uh, yeah, but Wade Barrett was incredible. He was good. Yeah, yeah. Loved him. Well, we'll see what happens. He's back. So yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Late, great, Owen Hart. That was off my list. Wow, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah. he was in that era where really anybody that was that stature yeah. could have been champion. Right. And yeah. why not Owen? He was so good. I mean, what do I need to say about Owen Hart that hasn't been said already? Right, yeah. like he he had it. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think had he gone on, a world championship was in his future. But it sucks that it didn't happen un- until it was too late. Yeah, if anything ever worked against him at all, it would have been just his look. You know, he didn't have that Vince McMahon look. But he was almost identical to Brett. There yeah. wasn't much that separated the no, two of them. No, not really. Brett was built better. You think so? Yeah, Owen kind of had like a goofy, he had a big nose and shit. <laughs> Um, okay, going, I mean, he did, right? Remember, didn't facial features. I don't go off facial features. I was looking more at the build, dude. Well, him Vince and does, Brett, you know. Oh gosh, um, I'm just saying, like, you know how Vince is with with looks, you know. Um, but he was so well loved in the locker room too. Like, he would have yeah. been one of those guys that everybody rallied around. Like, yes, yeah. make him your champion. We will support it. Put him over. Do whatever's needed. Just make him your champion. Yeah. And I think had that not happened to Owen, that was going to be in his future. It might have been, I could have seen him holding it for like two months, you know, something like that. A short, short run. Yeah. Um, actually, it wouldn't have been, I mean, they had other, they had other uh, things planned, but you know, when, when would have been the right time was right after Brett left, you know, that would have been the perfect time. Right. So the December like, fine, you leave, we're going to put it on your brother. Yeah. The December pay-per-view. Yes. Something like that. Yep. Oh my God, dude. Imagine like. He would have been like the biggest baby face of all time. Oh, like my people gosh. would have loved him. Yep. You know, I mean, the people did love him, but it would have been kind of like when Ray won the title after Eddie died. Yes. You know, similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a good one. Yeah. So fine, Brett, go ahead and bounce. Yeah. We're going to make your brother the champion. So he's the new you. People have already gotten about Bret Hart. No, I don't mean like that. I mean, more like, um, more like Owen has sympathy because his brother got fucked over, you know? So, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, thought you meant like screw job takes plant. place. Get your, like, get your audience back. 
pretty right. much. Yeah. And Owen could have been, they could have had Owen come out and be like, you fucked over my brother. You know, like yeah. that. Like they could have brought him into that angle. Yeah. And he would have been the biggest baby face in the company. 100%. You already had your heel built in as the champion with Shawn Michaels. Totally. Yeah. But that doesn't really feed into uh, Austin. Right. But okay. Imagine if he beat, uh, what if he beat um, uh, HBK at the December pay-per-view. So you have what, a triple threat or Owen versus no, he, Austin? He, at- no, he, he loses it back to him at the Rumble. Oh. You know? Okay. Like, it, it wouldn't have to be a long-term thing. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. could have totally done that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been good. Yeah. And then yeah. he finally has that heavyweight title in his resume. Mm-hmm. And then now, boom, he's on your main event level roster. He's yeah. a believable threat to win the title at any given time. Right, right. Well, theoretically, but I mean... Yes. They don't always do that. See Miz. <laughs> okay, but if they put Miz into a heavyweight title program... He's at least believable because he's been champion before. Yeah, but he's been champion nine years ago. That's the thing. Oh, I, gosh. I, yeah, it has been. That right. Long, I've never it? liked that where a guy becomes champion and then they get bumped back down to the mid card and never, and never put back up. Yeah. I mean, I can. it's one thing to never win a title again, but to never yeah. be in that you know, program again is crazy to me. Yeah, that is know? weird. Yeah. Even if Miz has had a few ti- even if over the last nine years he's had four or five uh, title shots where... He came really close to winning, you know. He'd be he'd be believable. Yeah, but he's totally unbelievable. You, you never fucking see him, you know. If he wrestled uh, whoever the fuck the champion is right now, Bra- uh, Braun Strowman or no Roman, Roman, yeah. Well, Roman's a different story, but yeah, you know, if he had a title shot against any fucking one, you'd be like, well, obviously Miz isn't winning. Yeah, you know, like you put him up against Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah and he's winning. Yeah, and I really mm-hmm. hate the, the, how they do that with some people. Yeah, yeah, so, that sucks. Yeah. All right, who's next? All right. <clears throat> I call him Mr. Personality, but absolutely love his fundamentals. Lance Storm. Oh. That had to be your list. Yes. As heavyweight champion. So you So, so did you th- Did you think at the time he was going to be world champion or I, do you just think looking back that he should have been? Look At the time, no. Cuz both scenarios he, are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I say at the time, uh no. If he stuck with the company for a bit and uh, had a stronger singles run, I think it was definitely in his future, and he definitely deserved it. I wouldn't argue with the he deserved it part. Um, he just, I don't know. I never thought he was booked in if any the, kind if of the, way. If the charisma, I mean, yeah, he never got that bump, but uh, like, if the charisma was there to put him over. I would have thought that uh, he would have been deserving. So you're saying if he was better, he would have been champion. <laughs> no, I don't mean to say that. Like, I love Lance Storm. Lance I do too. He's one of my favorites of all time. He's actually like, as far as like in-ring work, I don't know that anyone's ever been better than him. But you know, he was maybe more suited to be like an ECW heavyweight champion. Not necessarily yeah. a WWE heavyweight champion. At least that's right. how I viewed him. He would have been like a great top of the mid card guy in WWF. Right, an upper mid card guy. I just never saw him as a WWF heavyweight champion. That's yeah. just me watching him over the course of his career. Right. But uh, I I totally love Lance Storm. I would have yeah. loved to see him as champion. I just never saw him as such. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. Um, well, it's like he said, the charisma. You know, like yeah. he, he was lacking. He was actually lacking the most important part for a champion to have. Fundamentals you know I mean? there, charisma, not quite. But... In this case, it was enough to prevent it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're better off being 
like limited in the ring and highly charismatic than you are the reverse. Yeah. Um, and he probably was that. Um, he was great. He was fucking incredible. Like I love Lance Storm. Um, he like I still I, actually I really like Lance Storm on on uh, his website and on Twitter. You know, like the stuff like I used to read his Q and A's on Twitter on his website all the time. You know, super smart dude, super like great uh, wrestling mind. I love that they, I love that they brought him in as an agent. Yeah, like that yeah. was a huge fucking major fucking uh, pickup. But um, yeah, I never. Yeah, that's a surprising one to me. Like I never ever would have thought he'd be world champion. You know, definitely had the skills to, to do it, but you know, was lacking elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Sounds fair. Okay. Next one that we have is Scott Hall. Oh, whose list was he on? He was on mine because... Um, as Razor Ramon? Well, as Razor as... Ramon, I guess I wrote Scott Hall, but as Razor Ramon, he was never champ. And then he came back as Scott Hall, obviously, you know, um, in 2002 and was never champ. He was never WCW champ either, I don't no, think. Not that I recall, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, name a fucking bigger guy in the business than Scott Hall. You know, there aren't a lot. I mean, he's yeah. like a, you know, I mean, there are like people who don't hardly even know anything about wrestling and they know, they know Scott Hall. Um, but uh, as as Razor Ramon specifically, after the uh, he did the uh, ladder match with Sean and it blew up so big. Yeah. You know, like I sort of thought he'd be like kind of right there that, in line. And within he, that year, he'd be in contention at least. Yeah. And I think he had a match with Brett at the Rumble, if I remember right. I Think I think so. it was at the yeah. Rumble. Yeah. You know, so he got a title shot, but he never actually pulled it off. And, like, he seemed kind of, to me, like, wow. You know? Like, sort of seemed like a no-brainer. Put the fucking championship on him. Especially being a big fucking dude like Vince liked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Maybe that's why he left. Because it seemed like WWF didn't have anything earmarked for him at the top of the card. It I don't think like they had him pegged as a mid carter. He left because of uh, the schedule that WCW offered him. Okay. He and Nash, but because I want to say, I forget what it was, but basically they could make the same money in WCW and work like a quarter of the dates. Okay. I mean, he left. He left because of money. Okay. Money and you schedule. Know. I can't blame the guy. Yeah. But at the same time, too, look what WWF was doing with him. Like, would would his position on the card had have changed had he stayed? Right. I mean, he went over there when the NWA started. He became like a uh, five-year main eventer. Yeah. You know, he, he completely was a reinvented five, himself. He was maybe a five-month main eventer in WWE. Right. You know, so. Right. I yeah. think he made the right call leaving because it just oh, seemed sure. to me that Razor Ramon, WWF had decided you're going no higher than the IC title. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll give you a tag team title run, but the IC title is the only title, singles title that's going to be in your future. Yeah, totally. It seems like that's what they had earmarked for him. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Totally cut out body-wise and personality-wise to be a heavyweight title contender, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Rick Rude. That one's mine. That was yours, yeah. Yeah. Rick Rude is another guy. Like, going into the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. when the Ultimate Warrior defended against him in the cage. The cage. Had Rick Rude beat him, it would not have been a surprise to me. Rick Rude had the body, the charisma, the mic skills to be the leader of the WWF. There was Absolutely. no reason for him not to be heavyweight champion. Yeah. I had no arguments against him to be champ. Watching that match at the time, I, I think I was pretty sure he was going to win. For like sure. I thought he was, he, yeah, I thought it was going to happen. Um, it should have happened. I agree. Honestly, you know, like Warrior was a made man. He didn't need to hold on to that. Right. Yeah, but they could have just, yeah, put, 
put that on him and let him run with that. Yep. And now you you would have had another superstar. Exactly. Yeah, I think that was actually a big fuck up on the part of the company. Oh, it was because Rick Rude was gone like a year later. He defected yeah. over to WCW. Yeah. And he had a good run there, really good run, mm-hmm. great run. He was heavyweight champion there. Yeah. And almost showed WWF what they missed out on. Yeah. Because he had such a good run, you saw what he was capable of as a heel champion. And he was incredible. And he seemed to have checked every Vince McMahon box. Yes, you know? 100%. So like why, I mean, I guess it just was like, no, we're keeping the belt on Warrior. You know? A, a nothing good looking to, guy. No, nothing, uh, nothing to do with Rude. It was more Warrior. You know yeah, what I mean? he's our guy right now. Right. But Rude was a good looking guy with a yeah. great physique and could talk on the mic with or without a manager. Best name in the history of wrestling. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually his given name wasn't so bad either. Richard Blood? Like, no, 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 no. That's Ricky Steamboat. Oh, that's Steamboat. Yeah, Rick Steamboat is, is Richard Blood. Rick Rude's name was Rick Rude. Oh, it was. It was his real name. <laughs> oh, fuck. Even that's better. what was fucking awesome about it. It was spelled R O O D instead of R U D E. Oh, and then they made it R U D E. Yeah, but his oh, name okay. was Rick Rude. Fuck, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he, to me, was the guy that, much like Orndorff in the mid to late 80s, mm-hmm, could have been mm-hmm. champion. Rude to me was the guy that was like late 80s, early 90s, very well cut out to be WWF champion. Right, right. Yeah. And showed WWF what they missed out on when he went to WCW and became their heavyweight champion. Yeah, totally. All Who's right. next? Rikishi. That had to be yours, right? That is mine. So, uh, as we established in the uh, Undertaker American Badass episode, only one run as a uh, heavyweight contender uh, with the reveal that he's the one that, quote-unquote, ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, possibly accumulating at the Hell in a Cell at Armageddon. I think after the invasion and then after his tag title run with Scotty Too Hottie, if he had a solid singles run, I think he could have easily gotten himself back into it and... Uh, worthy of uh, of getting a belt. It certainly seemed like they were grooming him for that, didn't it? They put the tag titles on him. He had such a strong relationship with Too Cool. Yeah. And they were so over with the crowd. They had the Royal Rumble moment. He won the tag team titles. He was an IC champion. It really seemed like they were putting the steps in place to elevate him to that level. Yeah. And he just, he never got that far. So Rikishi, oh, ha, ha, ha. He had the game... But the dude could go in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, he never like was lacking in that area. Like, if he ever won the heavyweight title, it would have been believable to me. Like, sure, yeah, I, I mean, can totally see that. I mean, right. yeah, his trunks are set up for stink face attacks. But yeah, that is a <laughs> that is a visual. But you have to, you still have to consider he was still able to mobilize around the entire ring. He could, uh, like, he could have easily turned heel again and gotten back into that contention. I uh, Possibly even more damage uh, to other wrestlers than uh, when he was fucking people up uh, after the Stone Cold uh, reveal. Yeah, that's a good one. It yeah, really seemed that's... like they were grooming him for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of him, but yeah, that's a good one. Yep, I like that one. All right. We got Lex Luger. I was convinced he was going to beat Yokozuna. Oh, so he was on your list he too? He was on my list, yeah. Yeah, like that was crazy that he didn't beat, yeah. beat Yokozuna. Like you said, every box was checked as a Vince guy mm-hmm. with Luger. When mm-hmm. he came in, I was like, there's no way 
he's going to stay in this WBF thing. He's going to be on the roster. He's going to be heavyweight champion. Right. Whether it be as narcissist or all-American Lex Luger, they're putting the strap and the rocket on this guy. Right. When and they, it never happened. Yeah, when they turned him into America, I was like, it's Hogan. Exactly, you know, it's Hogan, yes. Hogan part two. Exactly. Hogan's gone. They need somebody to take a spot. Boom. Here's your muscle-bound freak, Lex Luger. He's going to take the title. Yeah, and they did the whole thing with him hip-tossing Yoko on the <laughs> ship and everything. It's not a body slam. Yeah. And then, like, oh, well, obviously he's in a show. They, he drove around on that stupid-ass bus. Lex Express, yes. Yeah. And it was like, well, obviously he's going to be the next champ. And then it just never happened. And he was gone. Shit. That oh, was... Probably two years later. You think he was he, Well, years? SummerSlam 93. Yeah. Was the match against Yoko. Okay. And he stuck around until SummerSlam 95. And then like the very next night is when he made his Nitro debut. Wow, fuck. He was there that long. Yes. As American Lex, two years after SummerSlam 93. And he left SummerSlam 95, I believe, was his very last match in the company. Wait, what year was WrestleMania 9? Because that's when he was the uh, narcissist. That, that was... was 93. Oh, okay. So he's there from 93. Wait, he turned into... Yeah, so WrestleMania 9 was in March or April of 93. Yeah. He slammed by Yoko summer, in July By summer, 4th. he was a baby face. Yes. So the Narcissist was shorter shorter than I Way remember. Way shorter. The Narcissist okay. lasted from like Royal Rumble until July yeah. 4th, 93. Right. Oh, you're right, because he teamed up with fucking uh, British Bulldog. Yeah, they 11. were the Allied Powers for a minute. The Allied Powers, yeah. Yep. Wow, fuck. Yeah, but I was certain he was Hogan Part 2. Yeah. I was convinced. He had the mm-hmm. look, the charisma, everything that... that Vince, well, you could argue charisma. <coughs> Excuse me. Everything that Vince looked for in a champion, Lex Luger checked those boxes. Yeah, yeah. And it, they just never, never put the strap it on It all him. fell apart. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. All right. Another current one who, uh, well, let's find out. Cesaro. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's obviously your list. Yes. I mean, I love Cesaro. I don't hate that at all. And I I have no arguments against it. No. I Uh, have no arguments with him being champion, but I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. For sure. You know, like, I think that fucking ship has sailed. It definitely has. He's been there since, what, 2012? 2011? A long time, yeah. A long time. You don't stick around that long unless you're Kofi Kingston. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're a heavyweight title contender. It's very, very rare that the company invests in you after that long of being a mid-card player. Dude, and that guy, I mean, the crowd fucking loves him. Like, that guy goes out there and kills motherfuckers in his matches. He beats the fuck out of people. As a heel, I love him. Yep. Yeah. He's he's incredible. You're preaching to the choir Mm -hmm. on If he was ever going to be champion, it would have been after 30 when he uh, slammed Big the Royal. Yeah, yes, in the Battle Royal. Yep. Um, I sort of thought, because then they put him with Heyman. Right. So I sort of thought, okay, maybe we now's go. the time. Yep. You know, and it didn't happen. Yep. And it, it seems that they, he's, they, they look at him as a tag team guy because they put him with Sheamus for like a little over a year. Exactly. Now he's been with but, Nakamura for but the way, a year. But the way that was set up, that was like a singles run. He had a thorough rivalry with him. And then they decided, let's put them together. I mean, they struck gold when they put them together, but yeah, totally. still, that was a singles run. I think that could have 
that could have worked uh, maybe within a year or so. If he didn't team up with Sheamus, he could have been in contention. But when he was a singles guy, they took him as far as, what, the U.S. title? I don't think he was ever an continental champion. But his current WWE status runs from his ROH status as well because in ROH, he wasn't much more than a tag team tag guy. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was with the Kings of Wrestling with Chris Hero. He was the tag team champion. Mm-hmm. And he came over to WWE. They put the US title on him for a minute, but his biggest success has been as a tag team guy. So maybe that's his his ticket that's been punched in WWE. I don't know. Yeah. But I would love to see him be champion. Me too. You know what he is? He's with a variety lamp- of uh, tag team members. I mean, so he's shown his range. He just needs to have that thorough singles run yeah i I think he's lance storm you know i think he's the guy he's probably no no one in the company is better than him in the ring but he's just like he he's just lacking in charisma yeah i think yeah or vince thinks you know like i think i would love him as champion i think fucking uh the audience would but i don't think vince would well when they put him with Heyman, like you had said i think that that was the right move because he kind of needs a mouthpiece, mm-hmm. give him that charisma, but that fizzled out and nothing right. ever came of it. And yeah. I, Adam, I, you're preaching to the choir on Cesaro. I love that guy. Totally. Oh, cool. All right. Next one would be Jeff Jarrett. That's mine. That's a good one, dude. I thought for sure he was going to be heavyweight champion, dude. When he came back from WCW and he was burying Bischoff and everything, mm-hmm. and then they stuck him with Owen Hart. I thought that he was being elevated. He was IC champion. He was tag team champion. I thought for sure he was being elevated to that next step. Again, never happened. Yeah. Much like Owen, actually. Yeah. You think that they're kind of grooming you to be that next big guy, but you hit that mid-card ceiling and that's as high as you go. I thought Jarrett was going to break through that. Never happened. I don't think I would have thought of him, but yeah, he just, he had everything. I mean, do good work. He had a great look. Yep. He could fucking talk. And that was his big thing. He yeah. could talk. Yeah. Absolutely. He's one of those guys where I think like if someone were to ask me like who was the most underrated, Jarrett might be at the top of my list because yeah. I, I just don't think he shows up on a lot of lists of best wrestlers, but he should. You right. Know? That very, guy was, very he underrated. He was awesome. He and was had so he won good. the heavyweight title, he never would have asked you for directions that night. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't, well, then I'm glad he didn't win because that was one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> Giving, telling Jeff Jarrett, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the answer to your question. <laughs> All right. We are in the home stretch. Um, trying to decide what order should we present this with. But uh, here we go with our next one. Bam Bam Bigelow. That's mine. Obviously. Yeah. And you can apply my Vader argument to Bam Bam. Big guy that could move that really in the mid nineties could have won it. He put over Taylor at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I think that was a huge favorite of Vince McMahon. Yeah. They didn't repay him with any straps, but I think that they should have at least given him a quick run with the heavyweight title Mm -hmm. to at least atone for that because that guy did everything that they asked of him. Yeah. He was an incredible performer and he showed it when he went to ECW what he was capable of. And I love Bam Bam, dude. And I wish he had gotten a run with the heavyweight title. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think you're totally right. Like that would have been a great like reward for 11. Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously like he's told to go lose. So he's going to go lose. He's doing his job. But he made that motherfucker look good. Well, he did. You know? And look, boo-hoo, you were in a main event at WrestleMania. But on the flip side of that, you put over a football player. Right. Who, who right. really, by all means, should have not been in the ring. Yeah. And you put him over. So And it had a good match. 
He made him look great. Yeah. He made him look great. Give he, the dude a title run. He worked his ass off in that match. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. And I love Bam Bam. I'll argue for him to the death that he should have been heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And he should be in the Hall of Fame. A 100% agree. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he's, he's right a, there. If I had to pick the top two guys who are not in the Hall of Fame, who should be, it's Bam Bam and Slick. Boom. Yeah. Agree. This one, I'm going to intro it properly. And... You know what? We're, we're going to find out what the reaction is. Mr. Kennedy! Oh, Jesus. Kennedy! Oh, my God. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> that was on your list, right? Yeah, yes, Adam. it is. Yeah. All right, so... The per... The creative personality on the mic was there. The, the ring uh, ring awareness was there, but it was, yeah, it was uh, unstable. I think, uh, I think it was like after Regal had a King of the Ring uh, run, and he was also a commissioner. Uh, Kennedy had a uh, rivalry with him. I think if he was able to stay with the company for a little bit after that, I think that would have been the maturity that he needed to really hone himself and be a be a heavyweight champion. Obviously missed opportunity with uh, his injury per se and uh, dropping the money in the bank uh, briefcase to Edge, but I think the opportunity to have it right back again was there. I think he was being groomed for it. I think that they were pushing him in that direction. Mm-hmm. Totally. But then he injured Randy Orton. Yeah. And that was it. And I don't think it gets any more complicated than that. I think he fucked up in the ring and it was one of their top guys. And I think there's a little more to it than that. Okay. And um, so he won that money in the bank. So obviously yeah. they were grooming him. He, he would have cashed that in and won. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Yes. In the one of my favorite promos ever, it was the lead up to that match when Edge came out and cut a promo on everyone else in the match. And he got to Kennedy and he said, oh, Mr. Kennedy, say your name twice. That's riveting stuff. Riveting stuff. (laughs) And for me, kind of just Edge saying that, I was like, fuck, he's right. Like, yeah, all he does do is say his name twice, you know? And I was like, I kind of hadn't thought about it, but I was like, he's not that he's okay, but he's nothing special. But he's people like him because of his promos, but his promo is just him saying his name twice. You know, it's the same thing every week. He was like very, he was like a one trick pony. Like Road Dog, maybe? Yeah, like Road Dog. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody ever, nobody, no one's ever going to be like, oh, dude, you got to watch this one this Road, Road Dog, Dog match. match. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. But he had a good sing song before the match. Right. But they'll be like, Road Dog's entrance, it was the same fucking thing every night for three years, but it was yes, great. It was That's great. how Kennedy was. Like his yeah. matches were fine. He did that, like that rolling senton off the yeah. second rope or yeah. something. Yeah, that he gave to Hornswoggle in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Um, But I really felt, it, it. I felt like he was really limited. And yeah. you know what? He probably got way better in TNA because he was, he was a rookie, you he, know, in his WWE he run. He came in green. He yeah. became, he became the asshole he called the fans assholes, which they embraced. Uh, I think he did get that maturity after that uh, time period, after with the Regal uh, rivalry. It's it was it was just after he left. 
Um, and then, yeah, he eventually became a champion there. So I think those added elements together, why couldn't have he been a champion here? Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, Edge ruined him. <laughs> but you know what? Him Edge that, saying though. that didn't kill it for me. I thought that Kennedy had a lot of talent. Uh huh. But I think between injuries, Edge was just in his asshole element for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm sure. saying is, when Edge did that promo, I really suddenly I saw through Kennedy. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I was kind of like, damn, dude, Edge is right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but why did Kennedy drop the Money in the Bank title? He got hurt. I think it was injury. He got hurt. So it had nothing so. to do with what Edge had said. It was literally no, no. Injuries. I'm not saying I'm not saying he wasn't champion because of Edge. I'm saying I kind of oh, for you personally, it just I was a, light a big the, okay. fan of Kennedy until Edge pointed that out, and I was like, he's fucking right, dude. This guy kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, he was very, very talented. You could see there was something there, but I think maybe injuries kind of the just en- derailed everything for the, him. Yeah, energy Much was like there. Energy was there unstable he was able to hone in that uh energy uh even though it was still all over the place you saw that maturity in him i'll tell you what yeah. too that's a guy who would have benefited bigly from nxt oh for sure right like if he'd done bigly, a couple years yes. in nxt because he was like a indie guy who showed up if he'd gone and gotten some really good training yeah. like they do now he would have shown up much more prepared for sure um and like much less limited right than he was you know i think if he'd come back to WWE three years after TNA, he probably would have done way better. Yeah. You know, would have been champ. Yeah. I think he was just, he, he was um, too, too, uh, too inexperienced for the position he was put in. Right. And maybe just wrong time in the business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's up? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this will round it out. Figured this would be a nice, interesting one to finish it off. I know which one this is. Damien Sandow. Really? Heavyweight champion, Damian Sandow. I'll tell you why. Because he had money in the bank. And when he had the money in the bank, I was convinced he was going to win. I was also convinced he was going to probably lose it the next night. You know? <laughs> I thought he was going to be a very short-term champion. But, like, that guy was over, dude. The crowd loved that motherfucker. It he, was a fantastic way he cashed it in, too. He did the... Is that where he had he, a, he had he an cashed, actual match, right? Yeah. Yeah. He cashed it in for a match. Yeah. That was a first for Money in the Bank. Uh, Not, no, it wasn't. Cena did that too, right? Yeah, Cena did that. Against RVD. Wait, did... No, but Sandow did it first. Okay, or, or in the context of, I'm going to cash it in and let you know that we're going to have a match. I'm not going to ambush you and then uh, cash it yeah, in. Yeah, Cena did that. Before him? Yeah, 2006, oh. right? Oh, then did crap. He? I thought RVD... Beat Cena for the title at one night. Shit, stand. you're right. Oh. You're right. You're right. You're right. Did RVD cash it in? RVD no, cashed RVD in. cashed RVD it cashed in for in. one yeah. night stand. I got it backwards. Yeah. 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 But Sandow, he fucked up. Um, and I actually thought at the time that was sort of a way to like keep him strong. Like they didn't want to have him jump John Cena after losing a match, after Cena lost a match, and then have him lose and make him look like shit. They were like, okay, I'm going to make. I'm going to have an actual match and then there's no shame in losing to John Cena. Right. Right. But uh, I was convinced that motherfucker was going to win, win the title. As soon as he won that money in the bank, I was like, that's it. He's going to cash it in. He's going to win. And it never happened. I don't really know why. Like I was great. He, hmm. uh, 
God, I have a hard it time was with a, that one, dude. I don't know. It was, was awesome. Also, it also didn't feel like it was a gimmick that was uh, holding him back or had uh, a lifespan to it. It was something that That's he could e- he too. could easily yeah. embrace it, but he could also drop it and still be in contention. That's how yeah. I felt with him. I, I was agreeing more with the point that the gimmick had a lifespan, but I don't know what Damian Sandow would have been after the fact. Look, he could have won the title and kind of like transitioned out of that gimmick over like the next month. Yeah. Like yeah. graduating out of the scholarliness. There you go. Per se. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then just start fucking people up. Every yeah. every week. I don't know, dude. I, I saw a lot of names on that list, but the Sandow one, I just, I, I think him and good Lance to throw Storm, a wrench in at the end here. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you save it for the end. Oh yeah, I, I think him and Lance Storm to me would be the two. I just don't see it. Storm for sure. Sandow, like, dude, he'd grab the mic and fucking people were engaged. You know, like people were listening to what he was had to say. Like people, he was over. Yeah, but was he over as like Mrs. Henchman? No, this well, this would have been before that, right? He had the money in the bank before that, before he was Mizdow. Okay, because that was like his last year. You was know? it okay? Yeah, he was gone not long after that. So this would have been a year or two before that. Okay. Um. So I mean, he had good matches too. Like he beat a lot of motherfuckers. He was his, good in the ring. His I matches mean, were good. His promos were fucking great. He could talk. Yeah, like, I, man. I wish they would bring him back. You know, they still might. I loved. I loved it when they brought him into uh, NWA. Yes. But, uh, oh man, that would be cool. They should bring him back as a manager. Why not? You know, he's a good mouthpiece. I can yeah. see that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Now that I agree with for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. That covers our all of our lists. Uh, there were some overlap, but uh, we were able to accommodate with getting just about a balanced uh, list out of everybody. But uh, yeah, what do you agree with uh, any of ours? Uh, do you have any added details or know any other circumstances as to why these particular wrestlers have not been champion or have yet to be champion? Uh, let us know on all of them social media platforms. And then, uh, yeah, that's uh, at wrestling underscore drunk, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok while you still can. And remember to get those t-shirts so that you could look like a good drunk wrestling historian with a legible debate topic as to who should be champion. Uh, Maybe the belt should be around you. Well, get your ass into (laughs) WWE and then we'll support you and buy the network and cheer for you and get your shirts. What's know. he talking about? Uh, Adam's drunk, dude. <laughs> it's this lemonade that you got me. It's influencing <laughs> me. It's shaping me in ways, man. <laughs> Putin has control. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Must vote. Uh, with Eddie and with Scott, I'm Adam just reminding you to enjoy Buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like nobody is watching. Wear masks, wash your hands, six feet apart uh, for the meantime. So wherever you are, stay safe. One, two, three, champions! When your day is long In the night The night is yours alone When you're sure you
hour and a half ago.